One, two, three, four. We have a very special guest today. She's a local author. And she's representing Crafty Mart. Crafty Mart's Joanna Wilson. The Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. What? That was beautiful ukulele playing Chris Miller. Why, thank you very much. Thank I, you for co-hosting with me today, Chris Miller. Hit the table with my hand for a nice little... That was a little percussion. That's yeah, what we're going to call that. Yeah, a little percussion and bleeding eardrums out in the audience, so... <laughs> well, everybody, I'm Liz Tyron, and like I said, I'm here with my co-host, Chris Miller from The Akronist, and our very special guest that I mentioned one more time is the one and only Miss Joanna Wilson. Welcome, Joanna. Thank you for having me. You are one of Akron's, I would say, most interesting and uh, sort of, you kind of hang behind the scenes and then you just <laughs> pop into the forefront. I Am I right? Uh, I, I don't know about that, but... Uh, oh, I think so. Tell yeah. everybody what you did just over the weekend. Speaking of popping into the forefront, where were you? I did many things. I uh, really enjoyed myself at Pecha Kucha, Pachacha, however you want to pronounce it, in, at the Bit Factory on Friday night. Nice. Along with uh, eight other speakers. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I heard good things. I, I, I saw was there. pictures. It was, it was awesome. You did go, Chris? Yeah, there were a lot of people. Like I think over 300 people were there. That's it was awesome. Electric. Yeah. The, How often do they want to do that? Or was that a one-time thing? I think they want to do a quarterly. I okay. I'm not sure. Very, very cool. Um, and, and tell us about the... It, it's a little different than your usual speakers and presentations. Tell us a little yeah. bit about why that's different. Yeah, I yes. was going to say, what did you get out of that? Well, it's it's a special type of presentation because it's formal. It has... Um, you have so many speakers, but they each speak for 20 seconds, about 20 slides. So it takes place over 6 minutes and 40 seconds that's the maximum and it, everyone is different it's about the creative people here in Akron it was a lot of fun the, the audience was really electric they were really into it they were catcalling and like really excited and responding while we were speaking it was a lot of fun so you were one of the speakers yeah of course that's what I'm saying you're so interesting I'm not surprised at all so uh, is it gonna be a different group of speakers each time yeah each time is going to be a different group of Akronites and uh, I can't wait to see what who the next speakers are very very exciting i could see chris miller doing that i'm gonna i'm gonna you're i'm gonna, gonna, you're gonna nominate me? i am i'm going right. to nominate you i'm gonna tell whoever's in charge <laughs> that that guy needs to do it well chris, there's a lot of energy in the room i have to admit you know we we ran sound that night and, i was gonna say was, you probably captured was, uh, some of it yeah there, um blue green who also works with me he he recorded the audio so i think we're gonna post the audio and the slides the slide presentations uh in the near future He's going to post the slides of the slides. <laughs> the slides of the slides. <laughs> well, that's exciting. And I went somewhere on Saturday and I saw you uh, do, have something to do with one of your latest projects. That's Where right. were you and what was that project? That was right. I had a book signing at, uh, the, at Chapel Hill Mall. It was the morning that Archie debuts for the 2015 holiday season. Archie the Snowman! Archie the Talking Snowman, yes. And uh, I was signing books. Uh, I, I recently just wrote a book, The Story of Archie the Talking Snowman and Akron's History of Christmas Attractions just so came cool. out just came out this summer and uh, um, it was great to see the North High School marching band uh, marching around uh, the inside of the mall welcoming Santa and also uh, helping to wake up the sleeping Archie that is so cool I went I did go see you 
uh, just caught you at the tail end and everything. We rode the carousel together, which made my day. Thank you for that. And I bought myself a book and got it signed. It's going to be an awesome gift for someone. Whoops, Chris. I'm sorry. I just told everybody your gift. Oh, man. No, but it <laughs> is an, right. it is an awesome gift. It. So if anyone's looking for unique gifts to send, um, this is, I think, a great thing to send to out-of-towners family and friends that have moved away send them the Archie the Talking Snowman book that Joanna wrote because you know it'll be totally like nostalgic for them they'll remember Archie from their childhood did you ever go see him back in the day I, I did and I recall he had red eyes before which people That's joke right. about it was kind of scary for yeah. some kids but I remember um taking our kids my kids uh my daughter and stepdaughter to see him when they were little and and he some guy would talk with a microphone. You're <laughs> spoiling it. Oh, sorry. I mean, he That's would the magic of Archie. Your kids. <laughs> I don't think we have a little kid audience. I, at least I hope not. Because yeah. Ryan's not here. That's he brings in the. That's who I'm usually shooting for. I'm, I'm talking to the five-year-olds out there. So, so he's almost like the Wizard of Oz, wizard behind the counter, behind the uh, curtain rather. Only he's hanging out in this tiny little cottage, is is what I saw. That's right. Uh huh. And he's acting as the voice of Archie, so you remember that. I wonder if it's the same guy. Well, it's, it's the same snowman. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big one. That's a big snowman. What is he, like 20-something feet tall? Yeah, he's 20 feet tall. Yeah. The little kids went up to the little microphone that's like nice and, you know, set nice and low for them to talk into and said, It's Hi. so magical. They, they talk to him like he's Santa. They tell him what they want. You Christmas. can just see the their eyes open wide and they are really, we see Archie through adult eyes and a little bit of the magic is lost, but it's all there for the children. It's amazing. Just plus, plus they have the whole thing is one giant display. They've yes. got other figures and um, the fake snow and lights and decorations all around Archie. And, right. and he was retired for a while, right? That's right. Uh, he uh, was created in 1968 for the holiday season, and he was at Chapel Hill Mall through 2003. So that's 36 years, and that's when he had those red flashing eyes okay. and scared everybody. And, he got uh, tired. Well, he started to melt. But... He had to get put away for a minute. But uh, after his rebuild down at Lock 3 in 2012, he got blue eyes. So now the Archie at Chapel Hill has blue eyes, a little friendlier, a little cooler. Sure. And so what made you want to write about Archie? Um, I knew it was a good story. I had actually, I was a big Archie fan from when I was a kid. Uh, actually, the red eyes and the disembodied voice scared me. I never was brave enough to step up and talk to Archie. <laughs> but I went to Chapel Hill every year with, uh, I had a bigger sister. She loved Archie and, and my mother would take us and we always uh, would be there, even if I was too intimidated. So I grew up with Archie and I actually followed along online when um, Archie was retired and then he was brought back, and I ended up writing about Archie for my website, uh, Akron Empire, and then I also included Archie, because I know he's an important part of Akron. I included him in uh, another local history nostalgia book I wrote, A is for Akron, and in seeking those photos and talking to uh, people in order to get information for those sources, I met Tommy Oblinger, who was the man that led the social movement um, social media movement to bring back Archie to Chapel Hill Mall. And bring Archie back! And bring he, Archie back! And they did! And they did. And it, it was inspirational. And after he uh, saw, I met him when I was doing A is for Akron, and uh, we had just spoken online and, and those sorts of sources. But after we met, and he pitched to me, why don't you write a book about Archie? And I thought about it, and I'm like, that's a fantastic story. It's inspirational. It's all Akron. And it's about something good and positive. And uh, I love the idea of people being tired of the changes that inevitably come from a Rust Belt city like ours, that 
want to change it, want to bring something back. It's enough changes are enough, and they work together to uh, bring about positive change. I love that. No, you're totally right. Everybody thinks about certain decades in Akron and about the decline, so to speak, of things um, during that time. But there were good things to remember, too. So that's really cool to look at it that way. Like, But, yeah, there was that, you know, kind of not-so-great stuff and jobs were lost and all of that that Akron's known for during that period of time. But what was still good? What was worth remembering and worth bringing back? That's a really nice... To find the silver lining from that time is kind of cool. Sure. Exactly. It's part of the resiliency of, of like our Chris. character of Akron. Chris yes. was worth bringing back. Yeah, I left, <laughs> came back professionally. And, and Joanna, you, you're able to tap into some of these things that are uniquely Akron. It seems like, you know, you, you were a lifelong resident, right? Or, well, or for the most part, lifelong resident? I was raised here. I, mm-hmm. I graduated from Coggle Falls High School, but I actually left. I went away to go to school, to go to college. I left in the mid-80s. I didn't come back until 2008, so I was gone for oh, okay. I was gone for 22 years, and I get to see Akron through fresh eyes. And it's um, a lot of things have changed, and a lot of things have stayed the same. And I I appreciate uh, where Akron is going now. And your significant other, if I may say, and your your partner in life, Dominic Caruso, who works for the Art Museum, he helps with these books, does he not? Does he publish them? He's my publisher. Awesome. He's also my editor. Yeah, I rely on him a lot to make me sound smarter. (laughs) He's such a nice guy. Does, um, Does he give you good, honest advice when you need it? Is it cool like that? Very much so, and it's very easy to take his editorial criticism and direction because I trust him, and uh, uh, egos have long been gone. I've known him forever, so egos are long gone, and I appreciate his honesty. That's awesome. So you've got Archie the Snowman, which is your latest book. A is for Akron, which is the book that came before that, and you had a co-author. Her name is... Karen Starr. The one and only Karen Starr, who owns Hazel Tree Interiors. I know you can buy... A is for Akron at Hazel Tree Interiors and other local shops. That's right. You can Um, get it at the Akron Art Museum as well. uh Uh-huh. And where can you buy Archie right now? You can get it at Don Drum Studios and Gallery gift shop. You can get it at uh, San Run Pharmacy up on off of um, West Market. And you can also buy it through the publisher, which is 1701press.com. Okay. Can you get A is for Akron online as well? Absolutely. So these are great holiday gifts, not just for out-of-towners who will get a really, you know, good surprise in the mail about either Archie the Snowman and or A is for Akron. You can even combine the two books. Um, a is for Akron. Basically, you go through the book and A, you know, you go through the alphabet. A to Z. Within That's the right. book. Yeah. And talk about different areas, different things, events. Um, Our favorite your way, things all about and places in Akron, yes. And if you go to uh, Hazel, Tree, Hazel Tree, I know you can get signed copies of A is for Akron for Pete's sake. And that, like, just adds to the gift aspect. So whether you're giving it to somebody here in town that's really cool or mailing it either way awesome gift for the holidays but what about you you're going to be signing books coming up i know you signed over the weekend is your next signing going to be the tree lighting ceremony i have some private events but yes i'm looking forward to that's just a little ways away i'm going to be down at lock three during the tree lighting ceremony Okay, so that's, uh, what, November 27th? Yes. Okay. 6 to 9 p.m. I'll be in one of those little wooden cottages. Nice! 
Oh, Chris. That's great. That's adorable. I love those cottages. All bundled up outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> fun to go ice skating down there and check out some of the shops. Um, and this isn't your first Christmas-related uh, project. You you also are the author of a brand called Tis the Season TV, right? Yeah, I cut my teeth writing about Christmas. Uh, in fact, it was Christmas entertainment. I, my reputation is based on an encyclopedia I wrote called Tis the Season TV. It's a complete encyclopedia of all things Christmas on TV. So every Christmas-themed episode, special, and made-for-TV movie is included in this encyclopedia. Um, <laughs> it took me 10 years to Dude, research and wow. write it. You are so awesome. Thank you. I, I love I'm just looking TV. at you with wonderment and awe right now. I'm like, do, do, do people <laughs> challenge you and, and try to like stump you and say, hey, have you heard of this episode? Or do they ask yeah. you questions about these? And, and have you ever been stumped? Always. Well, I'm always quizzed, stumped. Uh, sometimes with Canadian programming, I'm, I'm not as familiar. Um, C- Canadian TV doesn't matter, so <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Chris Miller hates Canadians. Whoa. But, but it, it is kind of hard to stump me. There's over 3,000 listings, over 800 pages in this encyclopedia, so it's not, um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's very complete. Wow. That's impressive. And I'm sure you have a a ton of good information from the 70s when they did a lot of variety shows and a lot of lot more it seems like there they were a lot more christmas specials in the 70s and 80s i don't know i could be mistaken but well the golden era of christmas entertainment is includes christmas animation which started in the 60s so 1962 you had the first original made for tv animated special mr magoo's christmas carol i remember mr magoo that was followed by rudolph the red-nosed reindeer in 64 uh, 65 was charlie brown christmas who is this rudolph character you speak of (laughs) him i don't know <laughs> He's a misfit. I was locked in a basement as a child and only allowed to watch Mr. Magoo, so I don't know who Rudolph is, but maybe I'll find out this Christmas. And then an, even in 1966 was uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So those uh. four animated uh, Christmas TV specials really uh, were the beginning of uh, the golden era. And they still show those. Oh, yes. Yeah. For there the is- most part. Mr. Magoo, I don't recall seeing lately, but it's probably still on. Yeah, no, the other ones are as popular as ever. So I've heard, like I said, I really don't know. This is no, the fifth, this is the fiftieth anniversary of a Charlie Brown Christmas, and it's a big deal for pop culture fans like myself. Also, an iconic jazz album, Vince Guaraldi. Absolutely. That that is, I mean, that Charlie Brown Christmas CD is amazing. Just just aside from the show, I would recommend listening to that album around Christmas time. It's it's fantastic. I think you're crediting the the wrong artist. I think uh, Schroeder wrote and played <laughs> right. that music. Okay. Beethoven. <laughs> Stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I saw a post that you're very excited that McDonald's has Peanuts characters, oh. including Peppermint Patty, and they're Happy Meals for Christmas. I'm a huge fan of Peppermint Patty. I'm so excited they have uh, Peppermint Patty Happy Meal toys right now. I'm not going to I mean, I'm a huge fan of pop culture myself, so I think that's awesome that they have that. It's better than some of the other garbage they could have been putting in their Happy Meals. Um, and well, one of the major... Uh, those are going to be collectible, I think. One of the major obsessions I've always had with Christmas entertainment is the Charlie Brown Christmas special. It's always been one of my favorites. And one of the reasons is my in my elementary school, in second grade, I was cast in a stage production of a Charlie Brown Christmas that... Uh, we had that's adorable in, in Falls, i was cast as peppermint patty so that's oh, why you excellent. love peppermint patty so that's much right. oh yeah. did you do the the sandals and everything i don't remember sandals but oh because she always wears sandals right yeah I'm i want to say they animation. look just like what we call now like like jesus sandals like those classic kind of birkenstock <laughs> looking you know she's always got those suckers on 
It's really funny, by the way, that you mentioned elementary school out of nowhere, or, well, it obviously related to what we were talking about, but I have two questions from listeners for you today. This is the first time I think we've done this, and Max from Akron, Ohio. I'm sorry, I can't help it. I know him. He works for us. Okay, Max from Urban Eats. Uh, He would like to know who your first elementary school crush was. Wow. Wow. That, I said, give me Ma- a... Max is digging deep. I, You know, I just threw it out there. I said, hey, give me a question for our, our podcast interviewee, Joanna Wilson, today. And I said, anything you want to ask her? And that's what he came up with. Okay, my eyes are really wide. I'm trying to remember that long You better ago. listen up, Dominic. I- <laughs> no, he should turn the podcast off. We don't want him getting jealous. But I will admit, my first crush in elementary school was a kid that he was cast as... Pigpen. Oh, that, he was in also in the play. Christmas play. Yeah. What a cute couple, Peppermint Patty and Pigpen. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. There's a lot of peas going on there. A lot of peas. <laughs> okay, and then one more. Jason from originally from Stowe. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You don't you don't know him? What? Uh, it's not our Jason. Okay, maybe it is. But he wants to know if you were a food, what food would you be? Oh, you are what you eat, right? Oh. <laughs> you, see, you could take this question in any direction, really. Like, But that's interesting, how you go there. Okay, you, you tell me. What food would you be? I, I love pizza. You I want eat, to be pizza? I eat way too much pizza. I eat a lot of pizza. That's really I cool. Would you be a slice of pizza or a whole pizza? Would you be a thin crust pizza or a deep dish pizza? <laughs> I, I'd be a slice uh-huh. of a deep dish. Nice. Nice. Do you have some favorite local pizza places? I eat. I, it's about qu- quantity, not quality. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know anything about that. I I've never overindulged <laughs> on pizza. Some more pizza is better. Oh wait, is it or is that every time I eat pizza I overindulge on pizza? <laughs> well, so do you like? Um, you know, kind of the quiet nights in where you watch a movie and you get a, you get you know your favorite pizza yeah. and you just take out. You just yeah, yeah you're you, and you're so full you don't want to move, but it's awesome because you're just at home cuddled up and it's like. <sighs> and the best is Luigi's cold pizza the next day. Oh my! I love gosh. pizza the next day. Yeah, love me too. Pizza. Okay, but this is really weird. People are gonna might be grossed out, but I don't really care. This is I do like this. I like room temp pizza. Yeah. So if you leave the pizza out overnight in the box, which I know is whatever. People will say, oh, it's gross. It needs to be refrigerated. I love room temp pizza, that, like, from just the night before. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It came from college, I think. You know, that yeah. always happened in college. You get to put it away. And it was always so damn good. It is. Mm. Chris, what food would you be if you could be, if you oh, were boy. a food? Um, I'd probably have to say fried chicken because I love Whoa. fried chicken so much. I absolutely do. Whoa. I can't eat it as much as I used to. It's just so unhealthy. But man, bar- all those adjectives. Bar- I was going to say barbed chicken. Incredible. Yeah, yes. all those adjectives just lard. came in mind. <laughs> came into mind. Chris's succulent and juicy and, and crispy. crispy and spicy. All right, I'll come take and get it. them, ladies. I'll take it. <laughs> so, so we would be remiss if we didn't mention something else that's really big that you're involved in. Woo! It's going to take place here at Musica in so exciting. a week and a half, right? That's or right. Less the than one two weeks. and only Crafty Mart. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> Crafty Mart. I love Crafty Mart so much. I love the people that help organize it, which includes you. I love the vendors, which are Akron's best crafters and makers of unique items and man you cannot beat 
Listen up, Akronites. You cannot beat this to kick off or help complete your holiday shopping. The November Crafty Mart is where it's at. So tell everybody you're going to be in three buildings, right? That's right. We take over uh, downtown, (laughs) and we will be in three venues. We'll be here in Musica. Mm -hmm. We'll also have vendors at the Akron Art Museum across the street, and then across the next street, a block up, we'll be also in uh, Summit Art Space. And where will you be specifically uh, posted up selling Archie books? Where can they find you? Yeah, If they want to meet you after this. I'll be vending my handmade uh, embroidered greeting cards. I'll be here in Musica. Okay, you'll be awesome right next door to me uh, with your greeting cards and with Archie books. So if anyone, yes. um, you know, if, if we've created any new stalkers out there or anything for, for Joanna, oh, uh, you can come stalk and meet her in person. <laughs> <laughs> we encourage that here on the Spoils of Akron podcast. B- bringing She's- stalkers and victims together since <laughs> 2014. I don't know. That's it's just, you know, I, I it's one of those to- extra things we do for no, you know, we don't get paid. We just sure. do it out of the kindness of Consider our hearts. Consider it a bonus. Uh, a perk, if you will. Um, I, I got a chance to see your handmade greeting cards. They are incredible. They're oh, so detailed. And it's, I mean, it's just such a, a, a fine detail, you know, thread needle and cool designs and everything. And, Thank and, you. and talk a little bit about why you, you started making those. Well, and that's how I got involved in Crafty Mart as I started as a vendor. I've been making uh, hand embroidered greeting cards. Uh, it's just sewing on paper. I do it all by hand. It's just needle and thread, but it's not on fabric. It's on paper. Um, I've been doing that for more than 10 years. I really enjoy the process. It really uh, forces me to change my energy and, and calm down when I do it, and I really uh, sort of need that. <laughs> I, love, I enjoy doing it. And um, I, so I've been a part of Crafty Mart right from the beginning, and uh, now I'm joined the Crafty Mart team as one of the organizers. But yeah, um, thank Brit, you. Britt Cherick is currently the head person. Britt, right? right? We got we have to give credit to Britt, who's been organizing it the past few years uh, at the helm. And it was originally started how many years ago? Uh, seven. Seven years the ago. First, first Crafty Mart was the holiday show in 2009. And, that, and was that was under Juniper Sage. And Jay Hudson. And Jay Hudson. That's right. Jay Philip Hudson. So we have to give those guys credit because they did a great job Absolutely. starting the whole thing. Um, talk about some of the vendors specifically and what types of really cool things product-wise uh, and crafts that people can come see. Like what comes to mind with some of your favorite uh, items that people can buy at Crafty Mart that you remember from over the years? Well, this is the challenge because uh, one of the best things about Crafty Mart is it's diverse and its variety of vendors. We have uh, just incredible amounts of uh, local talent here. You you can find everything from bath and beauty products to jewelry to uh, wooden furniture. I've seen children's children's clothes. Eco-friendly, sustainable, uh, upcycled materials, um, things for children, things for... All ages. Parents, that's right. There's books, obviously. There's candles. Um, and it's really cool because any one of those things that we mentioned, whether it's jewelry or clothes or candles or soap, there's going to be multiple vendors who each do their own unique take on it. That's like, right. Like, it's so cool. You can buy, like, you know, you might find a, just the right scent of soap or something for, from somebody. There's beer stout soap, uh, beer uh, stout soap, right? I've bought that before. I know I have. And that's really cool for maybe a guy on your shopping list and a surprise. And then you'll see, you know, you're just running around uh, checking everything out. And maybe you'll smell a really cool soap somewhere else. So there's, like, a wide variety of everything in every category. There's even really cool T-shirt art um, a lot of times. And uh, pillows. I mean, you just name it. Coffee, honey. Yeah. There's food, right? There's uh, candles. Yeah, there's 
desserts set up. I think uh, you've got some local bakers and things like that who vend. Um, the cafe is always open for it, and that's always one of our favorites, favorite days of the year just because everybody's in such a good mood. Everybody loves to come to Crafty Mart, and it's just a great family day and a great um, shopping day. Basically, grab your girlfriends or guy friends and, and come get your shopping done and support local artists. It's really cool. Well, I, I have to admit, I have to say it's it's a, such a unique event. And it's grown a lot over the years. It has tremendously, and it's I would say Crafty Mart was at ahead of the curve at the forefront of this new local artisan movement that we find in Akron. Because um, people I see in the communities, people really. Um, preferring locally made goods over chain store items, especially when it comes to gifts and the holiday gifts in, um, in particular. But Crafty Mart <clears throat> started, it, it seems like you guys sort of started this trend now and, and it's it's growing and, and I think give people ideas like, and, and inspiring people to say, hey, I can set up a table, I can do this. And, what, and, and also um, you guys have formed a 501c3 over the past year. So now you're able to help other uh, other uh, local, you know, uh, crafts craftspeople start their own businesses and be entrepreneurs and think like a business rather than just like a hobby where I just sell something on the side. You can help. You're helping to cultivate uh, the economy here. I mean, it's turned into something really special. I think. Yeah, right. and I think some of your vendors are a testament to that because I've seen them grow over the years. Um, you know. I saw them years ago here at Crafty Mart, and they've grown independently of Crafty Mart, so they still do Crafty Mart, but outside of here, they've grown in leaps and bounds over the years, and I know that Crafty Mart was a huge part of that. Ape Maid comes to mind for that. Um, she makes uh, screen, she's a screen printer, everybody. She does really cool t-shirts, pillows. You can find some of her pillows and things at Hazel Tree, but she's got um, Ape Made. That's A-P-E space M-A-D-E, Ape Made. And she'll be set up, she'll be, I'm sure, at Crafty yes. Mart. She's here every year. Yes. But she's got her whole, whole business uh, has, has really launched into the atmosphere up in Cleveland. Um, so she makes a bunch of Cleveland and Akron uh, friendly logo type stuff. She does the blimp. She does, you know, really sweet ties with the blimp on it. I mean, you name it, she screen prints on it, coasters. And she's just a really good example. I think I follow her online, and she's uh, a friend of ours from back in the day a little bit. And, you know, I don't get to see her as much these days, unfortunately. But, man, talk about watching a business grow. And I know this was a huge part of it. The social department, another The social department, totally. Uh, designed T-shirts. He is all over Andy Trey. He's all over the country. Very he talented sells- guy t-shirts everywhere he's fantastic totally um yeah no i love even it. robot consortium the wooden robot guy he's oh my God. all over ohio at all different uh handmade indie festivals i can't wait to see what he brings he does these really cool little black robots everybody and they're always like different characters so they're little wooden black robots but i've Each seen him has do- personality and yeah. character. he'll do yeah. little punk ones he's done the wizard of oz uh characters i mean i always love seeing what he's got every year and he's the guy that I think of when I think of the food for that day, if we don't have our mashed potato pizza on the menu in November for him, we will hear about it. One year we didn't, and he came in, and he was like, why did I even come? He looked like, are you kidding me right now? So I make sure that mashed potato pizza is on every November just for that, dude. While we have uh, vendors that have really grown their businesses over the last five, six, seven years, we also still welcome um, brand new vendors, just people entering the uh, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial system and want to try and uh, get their 
dip their toe in uh, business, small businesses, we still welcome those people. We have a lot of opportunities. As Chris mentioned, we're now a nonprofit organization, so we actually have more of an infrastructure of organization, and we're actually hosting more events. Not only do we find we've got more vendors that want to uh, sell, but we also have a growing market. People want to buy more of this. They want more opportunities to meet these artists and these vendors. So uh, we're glad to expand and, and work with both of these uh, acrodites. Totally, which is why it's grown into three buildings in recent years, and it's now a full weekend. It's two days. It used to just be on Saturdays that weekend uh, at the end of November, and, and also we do this in the spring, but now it's two days, Saturday and Sunday, the weekend after Thanksgiving, so it has grown. It's grown geographically. It's grown in numbers uh, in terms of attendance, and, and also it's you know, big enough to be two days now. And it's two full days of an experience. You're not just shopping. You're right. also enjoying the music. We have DJs at all three venues. We also have workshops. We have 12 <gasps> different workshops this year. That's right. And a freaking painting party all about Bill Murray. Am That's I right? right? <laughs> There's right? one Saturday and Sunday. Jen right. from Smart Studio Akron. What's it called? It's got a cool name. Um, Murray Christmas. Ah, Murray Christmas. Bill Murray portrait ah. painting. What, what are some of the other workshops that people can attend you, that weekend? And all sorts of skill levels, all ages. The public is welcome to sign up and register for those before they fill up. We've got sugar scrubs. We have paper folding Christmas ornament workshops. We have learn calligraphy, uh, air terrariums, building, um, all sorts of things. So the it's cool. The workshops kind of relate to some of the products because I, I can recognize some of those products as being sold well, here sometimes. The, right? All the workshops are led by uh, local artists. So, so cool. Yes. Chris, you should do a little audio workshop. I should, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Why, why not? We, you I, don't, I think, I think like we I may have talked say. about doing some storytelling uh, collection at some of the Crafty Mart events. Maybe not this upcoming one, but maybe I talked to Britt about that. Um, about collecting some stories and, and having a little booth set up. I don't know. We can, yeah, we can that sounds like fun, though. Off, I could totally off see mic. you doing that. Um, and you guys have done events all year. You do pop-up events all throughout the spring and the summer. How many how many Crafty Mart events were there this year? I can't even count. We, we have a monthly that is a part of the Art Walk over at Summit Art Space. We also have uh, periodic pop-up markets. We've had two at Thirsty Dog. We already have another one planned for next spring at Thirsty Dog again. Uh, we really love working with uh, those people over at that brewery. Because there's, there's beer, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Any event is made a little more fun with beer. Yeah, totally. The, the Musica Bar will be open for this Crafty Mart coming up, uh, everybody. And this is kind of cool. We're going to do hard root beer floats and uh, oh. from Pav's Creamery, the ice cream and gelato we carry in the cafe we're going to have um christmas ale ice cream and pumpkin cheesecake ice cream you can get scoops of any of that fun stuff and take it over to the musica bar and get it uh you know with made into a beer float basically i'm glad i'm gonna be a musica. so there's that <laughs> thank you for mentioning beer very nice so so we ask all of our guests this question and you know we we usually focus on as the name implies you know some of the best that Akron offers and some of the coolest things that are only Akron and, and only, we can only find here so why why Akron for you why why are you here why do you stay here is there any one particular thing are there many things I like I, I like to work hard it, without my work I'm nothing I love to work and I find myself surrounded by like-minded people that really is important to me I um, that's a beautiful thing 
That is kind no, of that's that a unique answer. Blue collar ethic of working yes. hard. That's that's sort of you still see that we still see that in Akron as a as a uh, carryover from the factory days. I think that our it's it's a good trait that we have in our kind of in our DNA. There's yeah. there's so many resources here and there's so much opportunity. That's another reason I love Akron is uh, there's no no's here. I hear yes everywhere I go. There's a lot of support. There's a lot of encouragement um, and. Ultimately, it comes down to, you know, the people. It's true. No one's ever given an answer that eloquent and that I'm touched. All you other guests. crying right now. All you other guests, I hope you're listening because this answer beat all of your answers as to why you stay in Akron. (laughs) I keep thinking there's a blue banana on your screen, by the way, in front of your mic. It's totally killing me. This little blue thing. Oh, yeah, right. Every time I look over at you, it It, looks like a blue banana. banana. I'm snacking while I'm talking. Chris Chris is hanging out in the blue banana. It sounds like a bar. Well, um, yeah, you're going to be signing books and all that. You've got the, the books coming up for the holidays, and uh, you're helping organize Crafty Mart. So what about those greeting cards again? Are you, like, already – you've got a bunch done, or are you going to be, like, working really hard the next couple of weeks to get a bunch of your greeting cards put together? I sit and, and make my cards while I watch TV, so – So you're just kind of working on them little by little all right. along the way yeah. Throughout, yeah. throughout the year? That's right. I love that. I bought one for um, – I'm, I'm going to say my gr- – my excuse me, I have a granddaughter. No, I'm I'm not quite there yet. Everybody, I don't even have kids, so uh, no. For my goddaughter last year, uh, it was pink. It had a little puppy on it with a oh, little heart yeah, in its mouth. Yeah. It was so sweet, well, and I love how neat her cards are. You said you've seen them. It's like they're so they're just so pristine and neat, and and I just I think they're adorable. Yeah, they're great. They're very detailed. Anybody I, that I gets one of those cards, it's like you can tell it was made by hand and sure. made with love. Thank you. I'm I'm drawn to the sort of designs that are crisp and clean and yeah and, exactly and have that spirograph feel yeah they do absolutely yeah definitely so um so you you work on these while you're watching christmas shows no, well no <laughs> the, actually. the hallmark <laughs> channel which plays christmas movies like all month yeah even right? even in may she's like playing dvds <laughs> from charlie brown christmas making cards actually uh, when i'm watching christmas tv i actually have to take notes and i'm writing and i'm you know actually actively watching but if i'm passively watching uh television you know like my latest tv shows whether it's walking dead or it's uh New show, Into the Badlands. Anybody catch that? That was fantastic. I haven't seen that. No, I've, I've heard of it. It's brand new AMC. Nice. Or any of the other shows that I watch. I watch a lot of TV. Uh, you know, I'm sewing and I'm watching, so I can do two things at once. Well, I bet a lot of people are inspired out there. I'm putting myself in the listener's shoes right now. And what is it like to, like, create your own job and, and create it in to something that you want to do that you love because that's what you've done you've you write you watch tv and you take notes for your writing purposes you create you know your greeting cards while you watch tv so you've created your own life and your own world of things you want to do for a living like how cool is that (laughs) i like it (laughs) yeah i mean that i hope that inspires people out there you can do what you love in this world and and it's worth it, right? I mean, whether it makes you rich or not, if you're doing what you love and you can at least sustain, you know, a living off of it, I mean, that's priceless. It's, it's, I love it. It's, um, it has its benefits and it has its sure. challenges, challenges as well. I don't have anybody to complain to the boss about it. No HR department. <laughs> well, Chris, you've done something similar. I mean, you know, that's, it's a very cool thing. In a way, yes, and it's, I feel kind of lucky for what what um, what I got into with the media center and the acronists. But yeah, it is. I, I think 
for anybody out there. It, you can, if you work hard enough and if you keep aspiring and staying true to yourself, I mean, I think it's possible, right? Wouldn't you agree, Joanna? Yes. And, and so um, you probably don't have any downtime because you do like a million things, but what, what do you do for well, fun? <laughs> no, I don't want downtime. That's okay. part of, I like being busy. I like being, I don't like being bored. So um, I watch TV when I'm not watching TV. <laughs> I well, when I'm not writing about TV, I'm watching TV. I'm thankful that you took time out of your busy day to do this with us today. Uh, it's seriously an honor, and I, I realize that a lot of people out there have seen the A for Akron, A's for Akron book or maybe heard about this awesome, awesome Archie snowman archie the snowman book coming out and know about craft mart maybe they know about these things but now you know the woman behind these things which i think is very cool like that's what this show's about is getting your voice uh, heard in relation to those projects you know when someone goes to don drum and sees that book they can actually listen to this podcast now and be like man that lady is beyond cool like and, and to know book, that book still exists yeah this book, this book is cool but this lady does even more than this book she's got another book and another book and another project and yeah the fact that books are a cool project uh to a create in this day and age and to buy and give to somebody they're worth it man that's like Bring back the books. Like, bring back Archie. <laughs> Print is not dead. Print is not dead. And we do plan to, I think, eventually have your co-author of Apes for Akron on, Karen, because oh, she does so many interesting good. things in the community yes. as well. Definitely. Yes. Definitely need to get her in here, um, which I'm sure she'd be happy to do. Uh, she's not unlike yourself, multi-talented and doing great things for Akron. That's what it comes down to, too. You're not just, That's right. oh, you're a cool personality and you're talented, which you are, but you're bringing things to this community and doing what you do. Thank you for that. So, so yeah, go ahead and plug your, your various websites where we can find the Archie book, the A.S. Fracker book I know we mentioned earlier, and also, uh, you know, where we can find more info about Crafty Mart. You can find more information about Crafty Mart at Crafty Mart website, www.craftymart.org. We're also on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, all the social media platforms. So if someone's ever interested in becoming a vendor for Crafty Mart, obviously it's too late for this November Crafty Mart, the vendors are established, but in the future they would go to that website and they could find out about how to apply. That's right, we have a tab uh, for vendors and they can look under there for more information. Absolutely. Perfecto. And for any of my books, you can find those books online at 1701press.com. That's 1701press.com. Nice. And uh, you can purchase them through the publisher. Awesome. And, and all um, these make great Christmas gifts. The Crafty Mart yeah. items, the books. I was going to say, it's not too early, people. It's it's mid-November. It's time. So you might want to get on that, especially if you're shipping them to someone else. You know, It's time to get your, your holiday uh, gifts organized and, and prepared. Get on it. 1701press.com. Press. Got it. 1701press.com. Um Mr. Chris, do you want to talk events here? I know in relation to Archie and uh, Archie the Snowman and, and the book signing, um, I want to mention that there is the tree lighting ceremony happening at Lock 3 on November 27th, and you can see Joanna there. Uh, she's going to be signing books, but there will be also be other various events where you can find her doing that. But that's a great one to take kids to, uh, to see the tree lighting ceremony, which takes place every year at Lock 3, and the ice skating rinks will it, be It's a great event, in effect. So um, this Thursday, um, main event speaker series um, yes. at the at the library is uh, 
Eddie Muller, who I understand is like a noir film noir. author, film noir author. He'll be here Thursday at 7 p.m. at so the main fancy. library. Film yeah, noir. noir. We're French. <laughs> um, Acropolis Performance Labs, The Glass Nocturne. This Friday, or actually, um, this would be, yeah, this Friday at 8 p.m. Um, at Ball Street Theater. And it's part of the Center for Applied Theater and Active Culture, which is an experimental theater group here. But Acropolis are two people from Akron who moved to Seattle to form a, a theater group. So they're, go they're going to be performing The Glass Nocturne. Um, Akron Music Scene this Saturday at 6.30 p.m. You can see a number of local bands. Um, Night Before Thanksgiving Rock Show at the Empire Concert Club November 25th. Um, and that's The Empire is in Kenmore. Um, and there's also a special event put on by Wandering Aesthetics, a, a partner of the Akronist. Um, at Sunday at 6 p.m. called the Open Door Akron's Performance Exchange. And, and also, the, uh, the same weekend as Crafty Mart, the Electric Pressure Cooker Open Mic Cabaret, which, is, which turned into a really big event. It's an open mic, but it's for all manner of performers. So theater people, uh, authors, whoever, musicians, and it's at the um, None Too Fragile Theater um, in the back of Pub Rico. Manicurists. Sure. Body massagers. Body massagers, dog um, groomers, whatever. Yeah, tattoo artists. Everyone's welcome. And then there, um, well, we'll talk about, there's some December events, but I think we can wait on those. So, Liz, what about you? Well, we mentioned uh, the ice, ice, excuse me, ice skating rink at Lock 3 a second ago. So, uh, FYI, everybody, that's actually already in effect, if you didn't know. They kicked it off on November 14th, and the ice skating rinks, plural. Uh, there's a toddler rink as well, is what I'm, I'm talking about there. There's the regular rink and the toddler rink. Those are going to be going all the way through February 13th now at Lock 3. And on December 27th, uh, also happening uh, the, day as, the same day as the tree lighting, Ceremony is the Devil Strip holiday party. No, November 27th, sorry. Yeah, November. I'm sorry, did I say December? <laughs> you said December. Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 thank you so much. Uh, not a post-holiday holiday party. This is a pre <laughs> This is the before Christmas. It's going to be November 27th, I'm so sorry. Uh, here at Musica is the Devil Strip uh, holiday bash, and it's open to the public so everybody can come out and have fun with the Devil Strip crew, maybe go to the tree lighting ceremony at 7, and then come to this party, which kicks off at 8, so that's perfect timing, and it's going to be a lot of fun here. We're going to have uh, karaoke and just a bunch of madness here in Musica that night, so it's a free-for-all, and it's just going to be good holiday fun, which also happens to be the night before Crafty Mart, so you can come see what this room looks like with a bunch of people having drinks and getting down one night and come to Crafty Mart and see it all cleaned up and humble and beautifully decorated with vendors uh, in a very family-friendly atmosphere the next day. So Crafty Mart is the weekend after Thanksgiving, which is November 28th and 29th. And then there's also the ARCs coming to town December 8th at the Civic Theater. That's Dan Auerbach's new band. Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys has a new band called the ARCs, and they'll be at the Civic on the 8th of December. And speaking of which, we are giving away, raffling off two tickets here at Urban Eats. Um, if you help us by buying $5 raffle tickets, you can buy one or you can buy as many as you want. Uh, it's going to go towards sending a mother uh, named Sarah Edwards, a local mother to go see her son in Turkey for his birthday in January and there's a, a lot of details about that on our event page on Urban Eats for that raffle. Uh, I think that's about it except I do want to mention that the next creative cog is going to be the morning of December 8th that's uh, going to be at Musica as well at um, Musica at 8 in the morning sorry 7 in the morning on the 8th 
you can just look this stuff up. I know you don't remember all these times and dates, okay? <laughs> but Creative Cog will be here December 8th. Um, Caitlin Gaynor hosts that, so look forward to it. I, I missed one, actually. There's something um, on the 20th, which I think is this Friday, right? A Neo Geo at the Akron Ooh, Art Museum. The new exhibit at the, Mar- at the Art Museum. It's That's a right. collective shape abstraction in the video box. Enjoy the sounds of the Forons, which uh, stars Karen Starr, the yeah. local band. <laughs> Sip on a creative cocktail and create a geometric artwork of your own. I really... I really love how the art museum, it seems like they're getting way more into hands-on activities and, you know, special events around their exhibits and they're, they're engaging the public in ways I'd never seen them do before. Ooh, and is, if you drive by, amazing. you'll see some construction, which is actually a really exciting thing. Uh, they're starting, they've started construction on their new sculpture garden that's going to be here next year. So it's really cool. You can actually, you know, it's always cool once something is done to be able to say, you know what, I saw it when it was just a big pile of mud. <laughs> That's right. So, so, Joanna, any events that you'd like to plug? I know we were talking earlier about the, uh, the tree lighting ceremony. Anything else coming up that you'd like to maybe put a, put a plug out for? I'm leading a walk. I thought you said I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving, by the way. I'm never coming back. You're I'm leading, leading a walk. I'm leading my own Akron to Akron walk. Nice. The High downtown, five. High five. Downtown Akron his, Christmas history walk on December 12th. How perfect. Yes. We're going to, I'm going to talk about, open up the discussion to talk about the history of the downtown retailers, uh, Polskys, O'Neill's, Jaegers, and more downtown. We're actually going to stop at, along the walk. We're gonna I want to go on that. We're, join us. Um, we're looking gonna, at my calendar right now. We're going to look at the animatronic display in the Polsky's building windows. Uh, cross the street of Mayflower windows. There's a Journey to Bethlehem display. And then cross the street, look at the O'Neill's windows. Because in the Great. former O'Neill's buildings, there will be animatronics there, too. So that's December 12th, which is a Saturday. And what time is it at? 4 to 6. 4 and to I, 6. And where do you meet to start it? Right at the main gate at Lock 3. And it... And, between six and nine, we're going to have a party down at Lock Three called the Jingle Bell Bash. I'm Whether there. you can make the walk or not, everybody's invited to the Jingle Bell Bash. Yay holidays! That's Ooh. great. Yeah, and the Akron Akron walks are so cool. They do. It's a whole series that's taken place this entire year, and people who have lived here their whole life, like myself, learn new things every time. It's like reacquainting yourself with with our city. Um, and this one's a special one because it's it's holiday themed, and that's another throwback iconic thing are, are the uh, O'Neill's window displays. So I'm glad they've brought those back in recent years. And, and that's that's just uh, it, just another reason that Akron is unique and special and another kind of, kind of connection to that. Past. Yes, another tradition that uh, continues to live on. And you brought it back in a big way, I feel like, by talking well, about it, by knowing your well, history. I'm shedding, I'm you're, shedding you're, light on it. it yeah, there have been people that have been so working important. with these for a long time, and I'm glad to shed more light on what they've been doing for a long you're time. You're bringing attention to their work and to these uh, pieces of Akron history. Yes. Go, Joanna. Go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Chris Miller, for co-hosting with me today. Thank you, Liz. I am, as always, humbled by uh, our guest today. Thank you, Joanna Wilson, for being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Both. Good luck with Crafty Mart. Good luck with the holidays. I know everybody's going to get those Archie the Snowman books. By the way, give credit real quick. Who did the cover? The Someone did a special doll for the picture on the cover of that That's book. That's right. The cover is a photo of a crocheted Archie doll that was done by Samantha mm-hmm. Hudson of Snow. She's a Crafty Mart vendor. She'll be at uh, the art museum. So you can actually buy those little Archie yes, dolls, right? she'll have them at oh, Crafty Mart. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. They're so cute. I saw them at your opening or your uh, book, book release party. Yes. All right, Mr. Chris, I'm going to 
kick it over to you. Okay, well, um, this podcast is brought to you in part by the Acronis and the Akron Digital Media Center. The main library is a big a big part of this uh, operation and program, as well as Urban Eats and Musica, where we record these weekly podcasts. So as always, keep it an acronistic day. day. When Ryan's not here, I can say that. Okay, acronistic day. There you go. <laughs>